I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are. Wow, it is a Monday. There's so much news that's happened since Friday. <laughs> I could have three shows right now, but uh, we're going to be digging into uh, several several things, uh, especially when it comes to um, what's happened with silver. Uh, I want to dig into that uh, with uh, the shorts. I want to start with that with uh, Kirk Elliott, who will be coming on the show here in just a second. Um, wow, 50% of the shorts that are normal, uh, or net shorts, they would call it for silver, um, have been taken away by the by the big banks. That's J.P. Morgan and, and, and primarily uh, Bank of America, which is huge, because uh, when 100 percent of those go and the Babylonian system falls, that is when uh, you know the real fun begins, right? <laughs> so I can't wait till that happens. Uh, but with that, I'm going to bring on um, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Uh, Kurt, how are you doing today? Good, Rick. How are you? I'm doing great. So how how was life? And uh, wow, what an exciting weekend! <laughs> oh my word! So when hey, I saw this, I'll do a this... sound check. So make sure because uh, I've changed some of my sound settings on everything to where I don't have to have my headphones on, which is beautiful. For oh, me. I nice! Can, I can worship and all that type of stuff. So just make sure. Can you guys hear Kirk? Oh, so those on Rumble, I know the backstagers can, but I just want to make sure on these new sound settings. Somebody say in Rumble, please let me know you can hear Kirk. But go ahead. I'm, I'm assuming they will, they can right now. Go ahead. Hey, can y'all hear me? Okay. <laughs> we can hear on Rumble. Yeah, oh. thanks, Paula. You're awesome. Sweet. All right, we, we that's are awesome. Set. I, I, now, now I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> so You're go free. Ahead. Go, go ahead, Kirk. I love technology. Mm-hmm. So, so here's where this story that came out this weekend. I agree. It's like, oh my word, the guys that. Rock money that did a really good research on this because to me this is the biggest piece of information for the silver market like ever literally ever and i was so excited to see it because if you look throughout history um let's see 15 months ago silver was 1797 hey kirk kirk is um, your micro is your microphone close to you because it's, it's just uh yeah, the, there you go. How about now? Is that better? Yeah, way better. Yeah, we were just getting cut out there. Okay. okay. 
All right, so 15 months ago, silver was 17.97. Today, it's about 23, right? Um, three and a half years ago, it was 11.91. Today, mm-hmm. it's 23. So you look at that three and a half years ago, silver has doubled mm-hmm. from 11.91 to 23. That's almost 100% gain, mm-hmm. um, over 30% in the last year. But in the year 2000, silver was $4.58 an ounce, mm-hmm. right? So it's up, I don't know, 500 plus percent during that time frame since the year 2000. Not too shabby returns, but that's with manipulation. That's exactly. what I want everybody to know, right? So, so imagine what it would be without manipulation. So mm-hmm. where does the manipulation in the silver price come in? Comes in through shorts, mm-hmm. right? So what is a short? A short is when a big bank will sell something that they don't have. That's called a naked short. And only can a big bank do that. We can't do that. Right. We can't sell something that we don't own. It's illegal, right? We don't even own it. But big banks actually can. And so what does that do? When you have selling on a market, it drives the price down because there's more sellers than there are buyers. So then what happens? The price goes down. People like JP Morgan Chase buy up the physical silver at the lower price because they have to fulfill this, the physical demand that like BlackRock sends them from the silver ETF because BlackRock owns SLV. So say, hey, JP Morgan Chase, we, we need you to buy 10 million ounces of silver today to back up the shares that we sold. So they do it. What do they do? They issue the short contracts, drives the price down. They buy up those ounces for cheaper. That demand causes the price to go up gets too high, they issue more short contracts, they buy it up at the lower price, that causes demand, the price goes up. This is a vicious cycle that keeps happening over and over and over again. But even with that, we've seen silver double up almost 100% in the last three and a half years. These aren't bad returns, but what I'm so excited about is the short positions, if the price goes up and you have a short position, you don't just lose money hand over fist. You magnify and multiply your losses hand over fist because short positions are leveraged. They're not dollar to dollar. It's a, it's a multiplier. So what happened last week? Last week, the, the big banks basically um, extinguished or unraveled 50% of all the outstanding net short positions in the world. So I've never seen that happen so quickly. I mean, yeah, there's a one, lot of in short one week, But but Kurt, if if I go back in history, are the percentage of I mean the number of shorts way below what they were two years ago, three years ago? Well, the short number of short positions outstanding are the most it's ever been. Right. So, I mean, it's it's out of this world. They have so many short positions. So here's why this is important. If you have a short position and the price of silver goes up, you lose a ton of money and you lose multiplied money, not just dollar for dollar, but probably leveraged at maybe 20 to one would be, or it Mm -hmm. would be my guess. So, so if the price goes down, you actually make money with a short position, right? So, so when you got 50% of all the net shorts in the world were liquidated in the last seven days, what does that tell us? That's that tells us that the big banks are thinking the price of silver is going to go up and go up a lot. Yeah, is it, it mean, right? doesn't that really mean, mean that, they're, they're, that, that, that they're, they're not confident their manipulation is going to continue to work, don't you think? <laughs> Correct. Or that there's something coming up 
that they have to get rid of these short positions. They know that the price of silver is going to go through the roof. Whether that's something is, oh, a credit downgrade of a, of a sovereign currency, maybe a, an eruption of war, maybe a big massive bank failure, maybe uh, you know massive inflationary pressures, or like COMEX depositories drying up of inventory and the purchasers of the it, demand, like right. the electronics manufacturers of the world need it. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to drive the price up because inventory is so low. It could be a multitude of mm -hmm. things, but the bottom line is getting rid of that many shorts tells us they think the price is going to go up. And so what did it do last week? Last week, silver was at 22.10 was its low point. This was uh, last Monday, so exactly a week ago. Mm -hmm. Today it's like twenty three thirteen, so it went up a dollar and three cents in a week on a twenty three dollar metal. It's up about five percent in one week. I mean, you multiply that times fifty two weeks, you're looking at a two hundred and fifty percent gain in a year if it were to keep up on that trend. So this actually is very bullish news for silver that it would move that far, have almost a 5% week is incredible, Rick. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's incredible. And we saw it, but but I think it gets worse because if, if the banks unraveled the rest of their short positions at the <laughs> same pace they unraveled the first 50%, yeah. <laughs> all shorts are gone in like by the end of the week. Now, I don't think they'll keep up with that pace. It's just a gut feeling, but I don't think it's going to be too long. They Why did they get rid of them? Because they felt like they needed to. So why not stop getting rid of them if they feel like they need to, right? So so here's where without shorts, and you showed this on, on air almost every week. If you go to usdebtclock.org, right. that tells you what the price of silver should be without manipulation. Right. Right. And it's over eleven hundred dollars an ounce. It is kind of funny. So, they also put up uh, this other this other thing, too, uh, which is <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's always somebody hacking that site or whatever they're doing. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But, so they're basically showing, you know, here we are in our bond, our potential, our, our perpetual debt creation. <laughs> right. And uh, and this is what they feel we're going to be going to. Right. Is this gold backs currency but the silver right here is hidden right now but it's showing it is a five-year ratio is going to be 1561 can, right here 15 you can see yeah. it on the very far right um yeah. if you zoom in i don't know if you can zoom in on it but but basically the five-year average for silver without manipulation because of all the money that's being printed is eleven hundred and or fifteen hundred and sixty-one dollars an ounce. Right. The ten-year average dollar to silver ratio is eleven twenty-three an ounce. So let's just say that we're we only get ten percent of that move. Ten mm -hmm. percent. That still puts silver to over one hundred and fifty dollars an ounce, or eleven hundred dollars an ounce. If you look at the more conservative estimate, that's still massive. That's yeah. still a four to five times gain from where it is today. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. incredible. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, four to five times, that's a 400% increase. And we're probably talking 12 to 18 months down the road. We're not talking a lifetime of earnings, right? So this is really incredible. But people like Bo Polney, Bix Weir, I mean, they've been talking about silver in the 600 to $2,500 range 
for over a year now. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what their algorithm is that they're using. I mean, I know that Bo Polney uses a lot of biblical references and, and things of that nature. And, and But they're coming up with numbers where these numbers are right in the middle of their projections. Mm-hmm. See, I'm just using historical patterns to say, okay, if silver does the same thing that it did in 2011, the last time we saw similar dynamics to what we're seeing now, it went from 12 to $48 an ounce in about 120 days. That's a 400%. That's a four times multiplier, 12 to 48. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take a four times multiplier in, in like a third of a year. But, but I think things are different than they were um, in 2011, you know, 12, 13 years ago. They're way different. We have way more debt. There's way more political chaos. There's way more uncertainty. We thought that 2007 to 2009 was bad that caused this run up in silver back then. It's way worse right now. The debt spiral is significantly worse. And now you've got the BRICS nations that have risen up that are taking away demand for the US dollar, which means we're gonna have to print even more. It's like, oh my word, if, if I didn't have Jesus and I didn't have a, a Holy Spirit empowered solution that I think that tangible assets offer in this fiat based, you know, Babylonian money system. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'd be scared. Mm-hmm. I'd be scared silly because I wouldn't know what to do. But we don't have to be because God does give us faith and confidence and wisdom and discernment and direction on how to navigate through these things. And that's why we talk about it every single week because to me, it is the economic solution for the times we're living in. And the reason the reason I did, I think it's five transactions with, with uh, you now, is is I don't care if I bought it 26 or 25 or 23, um, but it's still a great deal, right? To 23, uh, um, historically, right, um, compared to what this could be, right? Because it takes about 1850 right. to get it out of the ground. So you have really no downside, uh, or a very limited downside, right? And so the very limited. I mean, there's no such thing as risk free, right? Right in this world. However, the downside risk is pretty slim when it does. When you add the price of diesel fuel, machinery, labor, insurance, you know, excavating, uh, you know, the geolocation of where the deposits are in the earth, and so for the miners, I mean, it takes roughly $19 an ounce to get silver out of the ground. If it dips much below that, what are the miners going to do? Things Stop mining. We'll, we'll just <laughs> shut down. I mean, really, they're going to shut down mining. They're not going to say, yeah, we'll keep mining even though every single ounce we pull out, we're losing a dollar to two dollars an ounce. They're right. not going to do that. <laughs> exactly. So they'll just stop, right? And then the, and then what does that do? Great that causes demand. low supply. There is no supply because right. demand hasn't gone away. Right. The, the manufacturers of the world still need it. So then prices go through the roof. Higher prices always shake out inventory, right? So this is where, man, we... When you look at that minimal downside risk, in my opinion, really, it's minimal. It's not, I'm not saying it's risk-free. There is no such thing. Right. But it's minimal. Um, but compare that to a company. Mm-hmm. A company could go bankrupt overnight. Right. Cryptocurrencies like FTX exchange <laughs> could go bankrupt overnight. Mm-hmm. And everybody loses everything. Imagine your money at the bank could go away every night. If you saw the writing on the wall and you saw that, wow, Silicon Valley Bank is undercapitalized and they've got pr- issues and you were had checking or savings account deposits there and you didn't do anything about it, well, boy, 
the day after they went into FDIC receivership, you had zero. But what if you would have acted three months, six months, nine months, even a year in advance? You'd have been very, very happy. You wouldn't have cared that you got out too early because one day late is could be the death of your money. Early yeah. just means you got out early. And that's I what's mean, crazy. No this, this dollar, the printing of the dollar up here to the upper right here, right here, is like this just shows the manipulation. I mean, because every time they print that, your bank, your money in the bank's going down, right? Because it's creating inflation, and uh, and that's why uh, they continue to manipulate this. And once that manipulation is gone, which I believe is going to come with the Babylonian financial collapse, right? And when that is, we don't know, but that is when it's exciting. <laughs> That's when you do not want to be one day late for that, right? So if you bought three years and you're kind of frustrated with your silver investment, don't, right? Just just relax, yeah. right? Because uh, if I if you bought at 26, for instance, um, they could 26 versus what could happen after that is 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 nothing, right? So I am not a financial advisor, but Kirk is. <laughs> hey, there's one question here somebody's asking, and uh, says, uh, and I know you can go get your personal advice with a consultation free from Kirk and but here's here's a Paula asking Kirk is it better for people to pay off their home mortgage before banks fail or will it make a difference thank you any thoughts on no, that no it won't make a difference and and see here's the thing this is a whole Nassara thing whether that's true or not you, right isn't that really what yeah, this is about yeah if you have a mortgage it's a liability it's a debt who cares if the bank goes away mm -hmm. i mean it's, it's a debt Mm -hmm. um, if it were an asset that you had there, like your checking account or something, well, then it really does matter. So some other big bank is just going to buy out the the loan, right? Mm -hmm. So like if you had just some kind of mid-tier regional bank, well, J.P. Morgan Chase will probably buy them out or Bank of America City or something bigger, right? So I don't think it even matters if mm -hmm. the banks fail and you have a mortgage. Somebody's going to buy them out. But even if they don't, okay, well, that's the coolest thing ever because you owed them money and nobody bought them out. So who are you going to pay back if they don't exist anymore, right? right? So, so I would say don't pay that effort. I would rather you, you allocate into safety and strength, take advantage of the markets rather than paying that off. Now, I'm a debt-free kind of a guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I can't stand debt. I think it's, it's wrong. But there's times where wisdom and discernment come into play. And if what you're investing in has a higher rate of return than the interest you're paying on your debt. Let's say your interest payment's 5% on your house and silver's getting you 25% a year. It's like, well, man, if I paid off my house, I'm going to miss out on 25%. Mm -hmm. Where if you, if you got the 25%, you're not going to care that you're paying 5% on your mortgage, mm -hmm. right? So, so if there were no option, out, that was just an example, right? If there were no option out there, like the only thing that made sense was cash that gets you zero and your mortgage was 5%, well then pay off your mortgage. Yeah. Right, because your alternative investment that you could go into isn't doing better than that interest rate. So, so it all depends, but I would say most people have mortgages that are sub 7% right now. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't pay that off. I would mm -hmm. actually wait and defer that paying off and then invest it in something that's growing faster than your interest rate mm -hmm. during that meantime. That's what I would do. Yeah, because if the Nassar Gassar people are, are uh, right, which 
I'm not really sure what to, what to, what to think about that. Uh, th then it'd be real silly <laughs> to pay it off, right? If all that debt's going to end up going away. But we really don't know what's going to really happen when this Babylonian system fails. But what we do know is that real assets are the best protection against any disaster, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we kind of have an idea, but not really. We've never lived through this before. But this time when it collapses, I think it's Revelation 13. This is Mark of the Beast, and there's no buying or selling unless you take the mark, right? I think that's what happens when fiat-based money collapses. Why do I think that? Because their proposed alternative, central bank digital currency, in their own words, like all of us have heard that have been watching the show for a while, it's the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if your ideology doesn't match up with theirs. If that's not Revelation 13, I don't know what is. See, that's why I think this is, nobody knows how this is going to look or feel. Although God does. And I think that he showed us a little bit. But it doesn't say that it's the only game in town. It just says that, that people have to use that if they're going to buy and sell. Well, you can use something for barter. There will be alternative currency system. God is never going to let his children down. Mm -hmm. Right, he always provides a choice. Jehovah Jireh. Whether the choice is, <laughs> whether the choice is, accept my son or reject him. Yeah. Sin or don't sin. Right. Take the mark or don't take the mark. Right. He wouldn't put it in there if there were no choice. He Amen. is a God of freedom that gives us the ability to either succeed or fail. Yeah. And that's what makes him such a just God, such a benevolent God, such a gracious, full of mercy God. He's our daddy. And he's going to give us a, a choice. And I think we all need to think about choosing wisely, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's our goal. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's why I just think about, um, and this time, like you said, if it was a Trump economy, you'd be in stocks, you'd be in bonds, you'd be in all kinds of things and diversify, right? And um, it, it might be pretty low on your, your precious metals. But in a Biden economy um, and, and a Babylonian system crash economy, um, you, you have to use a different approach, right? Um, so You have to, and it's getting worse. I mean, over the weekend, Biden did the worst thing to America. I mean, first president I've ever seen that's put economic sanctions on companies from America, right? It's like, normal. what did he do? He basically put a pause on new applications for liquid national, natural gas exports to Europe and Asia and other countries. It's what like, an idiot. What president are you the president? What country are you the president of? Why China. would you handcuff <laughs> what we are really, really, really good at? We're good at oil and gas in this country. Right. But yet he said no for political reasons. So normally an economic sanction goes on a rogue nation, a terrorist nation after an attack. It's like we're going to put economic sanctions on you like what they did with Russia or whatever. He put it on his own people for political reasons saying, you know what? because you're in Texas or whatever his stupid rationale was. Um, and and I'm, I'm against you on the wall. The Supreme Court voted, you know, five to four to actually take down the razor wire on the wall because federal agents can't get to the wall in a timely fashion to protect us. That's what the razor wire is for, yes. right? It's like, what do you have to go right there for? Anyway, so, so then, but before he put those economic sanctions on liquid liquefied natural gas exports he actually had one other big nasty thing he said i'm not even going to discuss the wall in texas unless and 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 take the feds off of it and give texas their actual right to defend themselves right what did he say 
I'm not going to discuss it unless you give money to Ukraine. It's like, what? Yeah. He's like the dictator of the world right now. I mean, this yeah. is just insane political madness, if you ask yeah. me. The globalists are threatening Hungary, too, the, 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 that they're going to attack his economy if he does not give money to the Ukraine. So it's like, wow, what a, what a, what a swamp we still live in worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just bad. I mean, stealing money from, from hardworking Americans' hands, you know, basically threatening hunger this is the party for the people that really cares about everybody are you kidding me no they're basically not wanting any opposition to anything that's against them and they're using politics to to silence people which is bonkers to me yes yeah so hey so guys i don't know if, if you've done transactions with kirk yet you'll know how honest he is and how he doesn't have a have a back-end commission right so if you have an asset that could go 30 60 100 like the bible talks about right um, based on the Babylonian system, you do not want a back-end commission. You could be paying 60x the commission, right? There's zero back-end commission. You own it once you once you pay for the front-end commission at the lower prices. And uh, there's many dishonest uh, people out there. So make sure you get advice and free counseling session or free uh, financial advisory session by calling that 720-605-3900 number there. Even if you've had multiple transactions, uh, I keep I keep going back and and figuring out what would be best for my, my for, for the business that Rob and I own for my personal for, for assets. Also, also think about having some junk silver on on hand. Junk silver is not really junk. <laughs> it could be vital. Small pieces like dimes that were pre nineteen sixty five could be a great thing to have at home uh, because you don't want to be bartering with a if if, if something like a piece piece of uh, ounce of silver actually is at what uh, you know sixty uh, x you don't that's a that's you, that's a that's a lot of stuff you could buy with that right so if you have the dimes um, it, it'll allow you to uh, to to barter a little bit more for cheaper items I don't know if you have any thoughts about uh, junk silver there. For people. I think in in the right time, junk silver is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I sold it. The last time I sold junk silver was maybe three years ago. Yeah, it's just to have some on hand for an emergency. You some don't need a lot. Hand. You don't need I mean, a lot, right? Yeah. But but I mean, what you want to do? You want to keep your. But when you work with Kurt, you want to actually keep your storage costs low. That's why you want you yeah. want to buy bigger blocks, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and right now the 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 junk silver. I mean. In, in that scenario, it's amazing for barter. I mean, there's mm -hmm. it's small, but it's really expensive right now. It's yeah, about 38, 40% premium over what it mm -hmm. should be. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's something that we can discuss with everybody to see if it makes sense for you. Because mm -hmm. um, one of the goals in investing, to be a wise and prudent investor, is to don't overpay for your stuff and make sure you're in the right place at the right time and we can help you with both of those that sounds great so yeah so give him a call 720-605-3900 he helps a lot of international clients you'll be storing it where i am in the in the texas vault if you do that you can't ship it to international but you can you can ship stuff to u.s uh people but you can also uh, use the the the, the uh, what's it what's it is it brinks that's 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 uh, that's um and the, and it's also uh, insured in the texas vault is that right Insured in the Texas vault, it, we just did a kind of a, we went and viewed it and toured it because we have so many ounces down there with all of our clients um, last week. And it's amazing. It's ultra secure. You didn't call me to go, so, go see? <laughs> What's that? You didn't call me to go see it with you? I'm in Dallas. So, so <laughs> oh, yeah. Next time so you it's do it. down in Steiner between San Antonio and Houston. 
Oh, it's, um, down it's that amazing. Way. And it's if anybody there. ever wants to go there that's a client, we can arrange that for you to go tour. It's really oh, cool. amazing. I'll do that sometime. That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks so much, Kurt. Really appreciate you and God bless. You bet. God bless. We'll talk to you later. All right. So that's uh that's interesting. So we see this um, right here, the the US debtclock.org where they keep putting in these different things. It's interesting they have JFK there, huh? And they're showing again payable to the bearer on demand in gold, right? That's the whole point. And that shows uh, all these different types of things that could back um, a currency versus the federal that has nothing um, to back it at all. It's all bond debt, right? And it's like the, the pyramid scheme of unfunded, unpayable um, fiat currency, right? That's what we have now. And that's what I believe we're going to be moving to. Uh, that's the exciting part that will make something like this, the $1,500, happen. Um, again, that uh, I, that's not going to happen until we get uh, the, the criminal um, financial cabal out of the way. Uh, but that is going to be exciting when that happens. And, and there's writing on the wall when they start getting rid of their shorts and they start uh, closing, closing um, you know, a lot of their locations down, their branches down. And that's great news for us. So uh, again, give uh, give Kirk a call and get your get get your get specific advice to you. I always talk about that, right? Just like I talked about even when you're speaking to God and in my Rick's alone time with God, is that you want alone time with God and really be able to understand that your specific path for you is going to be different than what mine is and what somebody else's is, right? You want to hear from Him directly, and that's a that's a big part of what God's been talking to me about. So let's dig into some more breaking news. Uh, besides all the shorts going down 50%, right? That is a uh, amazing news there. I wanted to show you an article that backs that up. It'll be in the show notes. Remember, everything I give you, you, there's links you'll be able to get to your email every Tuesday through Friday for the Monday through Thursday show that I do news. And um, you'll also get a summary of the a summary writing of the show. So it's a beautiful way to kind of keep up to date. Um, you will you'll be able to do that. Just go to the front page of blessedteach.com blessedteach.com and, and hit the show notes. It's absolutely free to get all these links. And this is the, this is the article right here. Um, and you can see this came out. I'm trying to see the date on this, um, January 18th. It says the article will, uh, uh, will show the banks are racing to cut short positions in the precious metals. They cut their net short position in silver by 50% last week alone. So uh, you'll have, a, again, I, I want to get, I always give receipts on what I'm reporting on. That's why I, I have massive links to every show. It's one thing I've done all five, six years um, to make sure that you guys know that I'm not, uh, I'm not pulling anything. We, we are telling truth here on this channel. Um, wanted to show you this here. Here is uh, Gina Swaboda. And she is, uh, what's interesting about her and this happened all Friday, right? Where she got elected as the replacement for who I was, who I, Carrie Lake, and I, and, and I'm, me on the show exposed Dewitt, right? Dewitt, who was bribing, trying to use the East Coast, which is most likely DC um, swamp, to pay Carrie off to not run for the Senate, right? Because why? They want to control the Senate with with, with rhinos and or Democrats. And uh, that's what they have in control right now. That's how they do everything they want. Well, Trump actually called Gina. And, and where do we know Gina from? If you go back and look at Rumble and you just search on her name, um, you will see here's like Gina Swoboda, election integrity expert dedicated to ensuring transparency of voter rolls. She's an election integrity expert. 
And she was Trump-backed. Trump called her and asked her to run. And she, and she calls herself a, an election integrity nerd, right? <laughs> and so she was not expecting to do this, but she did it. In fact, here, if you just uh, search on her name in, in Rumble, you're going to see, look at this. Uh, she was on, she was actually on uh, with Steve Bannon four hours ago. But before that, you had to go back a whole year. And it's all about, it's all, it's all about election integrity, election integrity. Um, you, the, um, one year ago, uh, here, here she's, she's at a Blake Masters event talking about election integrity. So again, one year ago, and then so like an inside look at Maricopa midterms from Gina Sobaldo, the Voter Reference Foundation. So now we have a voter election integrity expert as the head of the Republican Party. And so um, if you look at um, the, in, the interview with Steve Bannon, right here it's really intriguing um it's an 11 minute thing and you'll find this in the show notes but um it is it's, it's really interesting but because it starts out with carrie lake being booed right carrie lake one of the most popular persons in the nation but it just showed you how the mccain rhinos still have a bunch of followers in in arizona right and so it's pretty crazy when you think about that so See, see, I think I have that right here. Here's, oops, see if I can find the actual booing. Uh, here it is. This is Carrie Lake being booed. That is pretty shocking. And that's what Gina talks about later. Once she's being interviewed by Steve, she's talking about how the party's so split in Arizona. Why? Because there are so many McCain rhinos that like DeWitt, despite what he did, the criminality of that, right? But this shows you that we have to continue to educate the Republican base and just the conservative base and even the independent base about these criminal rhinos, right? They run, they, they run a large por portion of our country because they just team up with the Democrats. You know, they go, they look like they're conservative 80% of the time, just like controlled opposition on news. We talk about Alex Jones, we talk about Fox News. They 80, 90% of the time, they're just telling you what you want, you're telling you, you're acting like conservatives. But then when it comes to Arizona and the election desk, they hire a Hillary Clinton supporter, Fox News does, right? The rhino of mainstream media. And same with uh, same same with these these, these rhinos that in, on the McCain, uh, um, followers from the past in Arizona, right? We need to get rid of them. We need to get completely rid of them. And what she's basically, and what's really interesting is she's going to be fighting with legal, she, 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 they, they've been filing all kinds of lawsuits and she's filing two this week um, against all the Arizona shenanigans that are happening. But you know what? Arab Arab uh, advisors and all the money from George Soros and all that comes funding down right into where they got Mark Elias, you know, the Hillary Clinton slash, uh, just the Democratic swamp, swamp uh, um, massive election um, suing machine, right? Using lawfare right and left. She, they got all this money going into Arizona against her, right? And, and, and what did she find out? DeWitt has, has, has the Republican National Committee in Arizona actually broke. There was no money. So it shows you that Kerry did the right thing, exposing this guy. And they were going to just let all those lawfare from Elias, um, and now and now they're really coming at her, right? Because she's going on offense. But uh, so if you so you can go to the uh, GOP Arizona and uh, donate there if you feel led to. There, this is going to be a battle. This is one we have to win. And Steve Bannon talks all about it in that 11-minute clip. 
if you'd like to dig into more detail on that. But exciting, exciting that we have election integrity and real MAGA people getting into these positions, replacing these massive rhinos. And it's the only way, we, and we gotta do this one position at a time, right? So if you feel led to at your local area to go run, we need it in every um, local slash state slash federal area. We need to fight, fight these rhinos. And, uh, and basically take over the Republican Party from the cabal. That's what this is all about, right? Hey, <laughs> I have two great shows coming up on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Every Tuesday and Wednesday, we bring on a guest. And guess who we have? We have uh, Stacey Whited of uh, Flyover Conservative coming on to talk more about the prophetic report. And so um, because I'm hearing from the Lord directly and, and spending time with him, I don't get to watch the prophetic report. But I think it's every Wednesday around noon or so um, where she summarizes all, what all the prophets are saying, which is pretty awesome. And, and, and people love this. Um, and so she's going to come give us an update on what she's uh, feeling. And she's actually hears, a, hears from the Lord herself, too, and spends time with him a lot uh, alone. And then Mary Crowley. Uh, one of the first prophets that really kind of have prophesied over me directly um, in the first reawakened tour in Tulsa, where it was a massive event, it was amazing. Uh, she prophesied over me and my brother, and it, and I've had, and she comes on the show and she prophesies over everybody that's backstage on on Zoom. So that's Wednesday. Make sure you get your backstage pass before then. Remember, it was seventeen seventy six a month. We've now made it part of the ministry, so it's completely a pay forward model. You can come on free of charge and be on backstage with Stacy with Mary Crowley. And actually, Mary Crowley, if you have your your, your uh, camera on and you raise your hand, she will do a prophetic word over you, right? We try to get to everybody. We get to usually 90% of them or so. Um, so make sure you put your hand up and your camera on early um, on during that. I'll interview her for about a half hour. In the second half hour, um, she will prophesy over as many she can get to. That is pretty exciting, okay? So here's uh, Charlotte saying something. Um, yeah, Linda's, Linda's got, God is picking him. He wants an office. By the way, if you can put your comments on uh, Rumble, just like uh, the question that Paula asked, um, I can play it. I can put it up here. Same with Backstage. So I've got a new tool that can do that. Here's Charlotte. She prophesied over me at the Reawaken Ohio. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I imagine that's Mary, right? Mary Crowley. Yeah, Mary is just a walking, um, encouraging machine. <laughs> I just love her. And she's fighting in the mountain of... Arts and entertainment, creating destiny, which is going to rival Disney, and they're raising. They've raised over 17 million dollars from uh, from In and Out Booger um, as uh, to their first full length uh, movie to to basically rival Disney in the in uh, in, in in really these uh, graphic oriented uh, type cartoon type type movies. I'm not using the wrong term there, but you know what I mean. Um, and can do. Uh, and Kendu uh, uh, Films is going to be um, uh, partnering with Destiny Studios. It's so exciting. We'll hear all from that in the next couple of days. All right. You can tell I'm excited about it. I, I love nothing more than to just have encouraging prophetic voices on this channel because I think that's what we need all at this time, right? Um, here is, I had this couple on, remember? Um, the Take Our Border Back Convey, it starts today. Going to be going all the way until, until February 3rd. And uh, wow, the, the mainstream media is attacking this like mad. And they're, they're just, you can see Jesus is my savior right here. They're, they are, they've got God involved in this. We, the people taking our border back, pack your cameras, cars, RVs, trucks, bring your chairs. And they, they organized this before this whole Texas thing happened. So this is, is all coming together right at the right time. And um, 
Uh, but 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 I tell you, they're going to try to they're going to they're going to try to stop this, right? Far right extremists. This is Wired. If you watch Wired magazine, you want you want one of the cabal publications or so many of them. But here's Wired saying far right extremists are organizing an armed convoy to the Texas border, right? Because obviously they have their Second Amendment rights and they're going to protect themselves from the Antifa brown shirts, right? Or whoever ends up showing up. And uh, and now they're now they're extremists because they're because they're protecting themselves during the convoy, right? Um, they're calling themselves God's army, and they're saying, "Oh, they're violent!" Right? Just a bunch of uh, 4 a.m. talking points coming from the left on what's going, what's really going on here. And uh, but this is the type of stuff. Look at this. Here's a terrorist that was caught illegally crossing the border, was allowed to roam free for nearly a year. It was found in Minnesota. Now it's being deported. But again, these are literal. Um, terrorists on the terrorist list that are being released into our country, right? So this is a fight that we need to win. And, uh, and I think it's awesome to see this, 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 this happen. Um, I'm gonna look at it. Here's, here's a 69% side with Texas over the Biden Southern border battle. So again, people are starting to wake up, guys. This is even coming into the, what, people, what, what a lot of the anons would call normies. <laughs> people that don't know anything about Q, don't, you know, they're basically maybe supported Biden or they don't like Trump for some reason, right? Those normies, um, they, they, they understand that what Biden's doing is crazy. Texas puts up barbed wire and you start cutting it down. Are you kidding me? So this is part of uh, the, the great awakening right happening right before our eyes. That it's got to be exciting, right? Is this keep your keep your head up here? Here's um, I wanted one of this uh, another sponsor is this Cardio Miracle. Man, guys, this is really good. Uh, basically 52 ingredients with all natural type ingredients at the right mixes to basically really help your heart. And this has got proven um, this nitro stuff that come that and, and, I, and I'm gonna have a guy come on talking more detail about this. But if you are concerned about the whole thing with what's happening to people's hearts with myocarditis and other type of uh, effects that, that the jab's happening and the shedding of those, right? This, uh, th th this is really has some massive testimonials on Cardio Miracle. So this, uh, this uh, I'm taking this now, you just basically put a scoop in your coffee or in your water in the morning and at night and uh, and you can get it really uh, at a very reasonable cost. Um, again, with massively healthy ingredients and designed specifically, and you can review all the ingredients right here. So make sure you go to the link down below in this uh, video or um, go to the store. Remember, remember both blessedteach.com and the, the two links down below you see and neighborhood.social, go to the store from there and you'll see all the products I talk about on the show. Natural oriented, Christian patriot type companies, make sure you go to the store on uh, blessedteach.com or the, the neighborhood.social or use the link below in this video to get yourself cardio miracle to counteract all this. You'll see the whole story here and why it is so healthy for your heart. All right, now we are gonna get into this whole section I call Trump's Truths. So the Trump's truth section, here he is on Trump, and this is all stuff he said today. He says, I didn't need a big, complex, Democrat-oriented border bill, which will make Republicans look bad. I just closed the border and had by far the safest border in history of our country. So this is what politicians do, the Democrats and the, and the rhinos working together on this big border bill. We can't do anything. Like just do the obvious, like close it down and, and have stay in Mexico and um, all, all, the, all the things that just make absolute sense. 
no, no, they're going to have some type of big long process and arguments and discussions in in in, in this in the House and the Senate. Um, you don't need that. You need to basically just do what the common sense things that Trump did. And here he is even talking about the border bill is not necessary to stop the millions of people, many from jails and mental institutions located all over the world that are pouring into our country, all capitalized. It is an invasion the likes of which no country has ever had to endure. It is not sustainable or affordable and will, under crooked Joe Biden, only get worse. I had the safest and most secure border in U.S. history. I didn't need a bill. They are using this horrific Senate bill as a way to of being able to put the border disaster on the shoulders of the Republicans. The Democrats broke the border. They should fix it. No legislation is needed. It's already there. See, and so that's what I love about Trump's truths, right? Really escaping through all this. Now, um, this guy named Sean Fain, and this is another cancer we have in this country, is a lot of the unions. Um, they've been taken over by the Democrats and or rhinos, right? So they basically support everything that destroys um, the country, right? And so I had a great privilege of watching Sean Fain, the president of the United Auto Workers, this morning on Deface the Nation. He's a real stiff, <laughs> S-T-I-F-F. And, uh, and it makes me wonder whether that sounds, you know, all the anons will be all over that, I'm sure. Who is selling the automobile industry right into big, powerful hands of China? 55% of the industry has already left the U.S. And the rest will soon be falling if I am not elected president. He bought into Biden's vision of all electric vehicles, which require far fewer workers to make each car. But more importantly, are not wanted in large numbers by consumer and will all be made in China. I will... I want them to be made in the USA, every type of car, and would require China and other countries through tariffs, capitalized, or otherwise, to build plants here. And our workers, now they are building in Mexico, the biggest plants anywhere, and selling their cars tariff-free into the good old USA. Sean Fain doesn't understand this or have a clue. Get rid of this dope and vote for DJT. <laughs> I will bring the automobile industry back to our country. And so this is this is classic Trump, right? So if you're not following him on Truth Social, make sure you do that. He, you know, he puts hundreds of posts every day, uh, but I try to pull out the best ones for you each night here, Monday through Thursday. Uh, Sean Fain is a weapon of mass destruction on auto workers in the automobile manufacturing industry in the United States. Is he under contract to China? Because they will be getting almost all of our car making business within a very short period of time. All auto workers should vote for Trump. Make America great again. So, woo! That is uh, truth being being uh, said there. That is for sure. All right. I see Paula has put up the, the that is a, the link as well. I forgot that. That's a good idea, Paula. Blessedteach.com slash store will show all the things of the these these natural companies and all everybody that, that, that supports this show. That's very appreciated to keep the ministry rolling. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, we this is this is that that's the Sean Fain. Um, here here's another Trump tweet. It says the drone attack on U.S. military installation in Jordan, killing three American service members. This is the first time. They've had injured a lot, but this is the first time they literally killed American servicemen that were in Jordan. And wounding many more, like 34, I think it ended up being. March, a horrible day for America. 
My most profound sympathies go to the families of the brave service members we have lost. I ask all Americans to join me in praying for those who have been wounded. This brazen attack on the United States is yet another horrific and tragic consequence of Joe Biden's weakness and surrender. Yeah. So, boy, that is Trump's truths uh, there where he's posting truths right and left. And uh, you can see, um, if you just follow Trump, he's, he's, he's putting hundreds of, of posts here. One interesting thing I saw here was the president lecture winner, and I think this is like a betting site or something, has Trump at 48%, Biden at 37%, Nikki Haley at 3%, Gavin Newsom at 2%. So people are expecting Gavin Newsom to come into it. Although, um, like I reported on a few days ago, Michelle Obama actually uh, put some paperwork in as well. I've got Robert Kennedy Jr. at 2%, Kamala Harris at 1%. Isn't that interesting? So this this is exactly the plan, I believe, right? Trump's role was to stay popular. It wasn't to tell you the truth about the vaccine. It was to stay popular. And I believe we'll find out one day, Operation Warp Speed, how many lives it did save because I believe they gave out placebos or there's other, some other things that they did or they rushed it before the real killer stuff came out. And uh, it caused, instead of causing massive deaths, it caused a lot of deaths, but a lot of that was hospital protocols and all the other criminal things they did. But the fact is, is that it didn't kill as many as they wanted and instead exposed it. There's nobody wants, nobody wants vaccines anymore. I told you, it's like 2% are given them to their kids, one through five in the United States. And even in Israel, less than 2% wants to, want the next vaccine. So they, their, their whole plan has failed and Operation Warp Speed was a big part of that. I know there's a lot of people that hate Trump because of Operation Warp Speed. But again, this is the plan to stay popular, right? He couldn't, he couldn't come up against a vaccine when 95% of the people believe vaccines were good, right? That's changing, but we can't wake up everybody at the same time. This is, this is a process that's happening right before our eyes, guys. You've got to be excited about that. Woo! We're seeing it happen right before our eyes. Look at this. This just shows you the power of the global elites, though. Brussels threatens to hit Hungary's economy if Viktor Orban, who's a big Trump fan, vetoes Ukraine aid. He's in Hungary, and this whole article is, uh, is, is about, looks like I have to register for this site, but the whole point is that, is that, that Viktor is a huge Trump fan. He says the, the most important thing is to get Trump elected, and he's not supporting Ukraine aid, and they're saying, if you don't give us money, then we're going to actually destroy your economy. That's the way these hardball globalists work. But they, they, this was. But now they're outed because now this now now people saw this, right? This is part of the whole plan as well. Expose, let them expose themselves by by, by being such idiots, right? Whew. All right. Snopes reverses fact check claim that Biden didn't wear a hard hat backwards. Did you see this? Where he's literally wore his hard hat backwards. There he is. There's an idiot putting on this hat backwards. So that's how much of a Scranton, you know, blue-collar person he is. He doesn't even know how to put a hard hat on. <laughs> no, you're an elite politician that doesn't even never worked a day in your life in, in, in the real world, right? And, uh, and you can see that by um, exactly what happens here. So nothing like having a beer with some great union workers. And yes, that would be at Joe Biden in Superior, Wisconsin, Right, so here's Amy Klobuchar trying to say something good about him, and there he is, an idiot with, with that thing supposed to be on your neck, that little black thing, <laughs> and, it's, and and you know how the, the hard hats come out of fr in the front a little bit, and that doesn't. That's and so so Snopes, of course, 
outed themselves as just the protector of the pedophiles, the protector of the global elites by trying to argue this, right? You can see that's the back of the helmet versus the front of the helmet, depending on what, and, and so here you have Amy Klobuchar talking about that. And then other people are saying, why is this hard hat wore backward? <laughs> and they're laughing at it. So this is just another example of why the Democrats know they cannot win with Biden. They're their cheating machine, no matter how it will be so obvious that everybody will know they cheated. You know, it's like, I, I think, what, 70% of us know they cheated in, in 2020. Uh, but if, if, if they'd have to just flip votes and not even match them back with zero audit capability if, uh, if, if Biden, if they have such an unpopular person running, right? And that's what's starting to happen. Hat backwards because he's a man of the people. <laughs> he's never done a hard day's work, has he? Isn't that truth? Right? That's a, so this is, just went all over um, the, the place. And uh, it's now... In a now change post, Snope writer said, the photo is genuine and it does look at first glance like Biden was wearing the hat backwards. But after comparing it to other folders and visions of the same event, we were forced to reach the opposite conclusion. <laughs> the hat Biden's head was facing forward, billed to the front, not backward. The media company rated the claim it was backwards as false in the reporting published in January 26. So Snopes is a protector of the pedophiles. Snopes is a protector of the global elite. That's what they do. They try to do fact checks, which is like the agents, Agent Smiths in the in the Matrix. If you watch the Matrix, right? They, they have these agents that protect the Matrix and they're protecting the Matrix as best they can. But you know what? We're seeing right through it and many other people are just exposing them all the more. Here's another example. Joe Biden explodes into senile rage about debunked Trump hoax. How dare he say that? <laughs> And so what, he, what was he talking about? He was talking about something that I reported on, I think, three years ago about Trump because of the weather. And, and actually, based on Q drops, there was all, obviously there was also an assassination attempt on his life, right? So, he, so they canceled the trip to go see the soldiers in France. And uh, they lied and said because of anonymous sources, there's like four anonymous sources, that said that he, he, he said something snotty about the troops, right? Uh, which is a total, complete lie. So here's, here he is. He Donald tried. Trump, when he was commander in chief, refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris for fallen American soldiers. And he referred to those heroes, and I quote, as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare you talk about my son and all of us dressed like that? Did you understand that last part? <laughs> Let's listen to his, his last part again there. <laughs> he said that. How dare he say that? How dare you talk about my son and all of us dressed like that? <laughs> Did you hear that last part? Uh, well, that was massively debunked all the way back in September of 2020. You see Kaylee McEnany when she was actually not bought off by the by the rhinos, um, actually talking about this. And she ten sources went on the record. Let's just listen a little bit to what she's talking about. So the president is bringing back the hottest economy in modern history. Today's job numbers are proof. There were 1.4 million jobs added in August, beating expectations. Unemployment fell by 1.8 percent, also beating expectations. Now nearly 50% of job losses since March have been reversed, a clear 
V-shaped recovery. Also, I want to address what is quite clearly fake news. The story in The Atlantic has been categorically debunked by eyewitnesses and contemporaneous documents. The Atlantic claims, quote, when President Trump canceled a visit to the Ain Marne American Cemetery near Paris in 2018, he blamed rain for the last minute decision, according to the Atlantic, saying the helicopter couldn't fly and that Secret Service wouldn't drive him there. Neither claim was true, says the Atlantic. That has been debunked. Behind me, uh, you will see a email from one of the president's military aides that clearly reads, we are a bad weather call for today's lift. The Atlantic reporting is based on four cowardly anonymous sources who probably do not even exist. Meanwhile, within hours, 10 sources, 10, went on the record debunking these lies, eight with firsthand knowledge, stating on the record one comment. This goes on for a couple more minutes, but guys, this, this is completely debunked, but yet he's, you can see how mad he is there. This is his face, right? It's like, and, 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 and saying things that you can't even understand near the end, right? This is a panicked man. This is a panicked man who's realizing he's gotten so much pressure from the elites to take down Trump, and it's not working. In fact, everything's going the opposite way, um, where, where his popularity is increasing and Biden's is crashing. And so he is frustrated, and so are his handlers frustrated. So they're going to try to switch him out. And so I think it's going to be Michelle, but it could be, um, it could be, could be, could be Gavin Newsom. We'll see what ends up happening there. Here's uh, oversight. Today we held a transcribed interview with Rob Walker. This is the oversight committee. That's Republican-based, right? A Biden family associate who was involved in the Biden's dealings with Chinese and Romanian entities. Here's some of the takeaways. We learned that Joe Biden met with now missing chairman of the CEFC, Yi Jiaming, as Hunter Biden and his associates received $3 million from Chinese entity CEFC controlled. Today's interview confirmed Hunter Biden and his associates work with the Chinese government linked energy company began over a year before Joe Biden left the vice presidency, but the Biden and their associates held off being paid by the Chinese while Joe Biden was in office. The Chinese company paid Hunter Biden and his associates $3 million shortly after Biden left office as a thank you for the work that they did with Joe Biden in his office. Members of the Biden family received payments from the Chinese deal even though they did not work on it. This is the type of swampy influence peddling that American people want us to end. Additionally, as Joe Biden was leading anti-corruption efforts in Romania, Hunter Biden and Rob Walker began an ill-defined business relationship with a Romanian businessman, Gabriel Provucasi. Mr. Walker also confirmed that he and Hunter Biden received payments from this guy beginning in 2015 that continued throughout the rest of Joe Biden's vice presidency in exchange for lucrative payments. Hunter Biden traveled to Romania and engaged in the U.S. ambassador to Romania to discuss these foreign legal cases. So again, this is happening. It's just D-class after D-class after D-class. We're starting to finally see all this happen. Look at this. Report mansion to launch a 2024 bid if Biden has a health scare. Is that not just setting this all up? They're setting up their, their switch of batters, in my opinion, right there. Right? They're gonna they're gonna if he has a health scare, right? And so I think we're gonna have a health problem pretty soon with Biden as they try to switch out their candidate. Ex-IRS contractor who leaked Trump's tax return sentenced to five years in prison. So we're finally starting to get some of this. Um 
interesting stuff. All right. Um, we played the, uh, this. I want to get to this too. Southwest Airlines reduces Boeing purchases for 2024 site certificate issues. So you see the certification issues. So you see Boeing coming out with non-quality planes, lots of problems. This was called out in prophetic words by Julie Green. I just want to mention that because a lot of people are trying to point to false prophecies and they don't point to the hundreds of true prophecies that came out. <laughs> so, uh, so remember, we don't judge a, a modern day prophet the same way. The, the modern day prophets are more like a bunch of people getting little pieces, right? And you pull all of them together. That's why I'm so excited about having Stacy on tomorrow. You pull all these pieces together, you kind of get the truth. Versus in the Old Testament, it was like God didn't speak directly to a lot of people like he does now through the Holy Spirit, right? He spoke to a very few number of people, usually through the prophets, and, they, and then just like Laman would cold talk to Daniel. Does that make sense? And so you'd have uh, you'd have these prophets or Ezekiel, or there was not a whole bunch of them. Um, now he's speaking to a ton of people, right? And uh, and so the way we judge prophets on the New Testament is by their fruits. Fruits being, are they really? doing uh, something in a mighty way out there for his kingdom or not, right? So you can judge that by, and I've seen Julie Green and Amanda Grace and Stacy in action, right? Uh, people just fighting and loving the Lord. And and uh, that's why I, I, I study those, uh, used to study before, before I started hearing more from the Lord myself. Um, but the whole point is, is that be careful how you're judging, right? Don't You don't judge, judge um uh, prophets the same way a completely different animal when you come to when he's he's uh, prophesying in, in a, to to so many people and it's so so cool to see the the i guess continuity of, of many of these prophets that are actually having good fruits so look at the ones that are having good fruits in fact i talked today gus surprised me on the phone he called up and said hey did you still want nathan french on your show and if you know that's the guy that has the book I'm going to go to this other view for a second because um, and, and, uh, I'm going to get to some prophetic review in a second. Um, but it was like Gus is, and I'll, I'll move to this other uh, view too here. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, so Gus um, calls me on the phone and um, said, you just want Nathan French? I've been trying to get Nathan French on the show because that's the book that he wrote. So if you go to my uh, discussions. You go to the Rick's Alone Time with God blog. You'll see my whole story here. And one, I talk about Nathan French and his book, right, right here. There's Nathan French, and it, and his book is, um, uh, it's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you, right? And that's what's changed my walk with the Lord, and why I have this blog now up, um, showing how something that's not in the office of prophet can actually hear from the Lord directly, right? And um, this is this is amazing to me. To so so and he, basically Nathan was on the phone with Gus, <laughs> and so I got to talk to Nathan French for about forty five minutes. He's going to be coming on the show. He's also going to be participating in our series that's going to be coming up next month about hearing from God. So again, a big part of this ministry is equipping the saints. And part of what I want to equip you with is making sure that you're hearing from God the way God wants you to get specific directions for your calling, right? And so we're going to have people like Amanda Grace and Julie Green and Stacy White, uh, myself obviously, as well as uh, Nathan French, um, coming every Monday night um, to basically teach us how to hear from God. So is that not going to be cool? So make sure you make sure you are part of backstage, and then it'll be natural because we're going to be we're going to be basically when you're backstage Monday night. You just stay on 
the backstage Zoom, and boom, we go into equipping every Monday night, and that's happening tonight. Scott Bitkin's going to be on tonight, who is going to be training us on inner healing and deliverance. And so I'll bring that up real quick. In fact, if you just go to blessedteach.com um, and you go to the equipping tab, and you'll see um, there is a uh, inner healing and right here you can click click on that and you will be brought right to this site where you can sign up for free for this class and that will give you all of Scott's material right which is like around you now 12 to 15 hours of material to train you on this even self inner healing and deliverance which I found to be very power powerful but he's gonna be doing a Q&A session tonight kind of like the sixth Q&A that we got from this guy over the last we had five of them that were in November and December this is a follow-up Q&A tonight so make sure you get backstage. Remember, you can be backstage in about two minutes. It's a uh, used to be seventeen seventy six a month, and now it's uh, free. Um, and that gives you all access to this equipping stuff. It gets you access to being on Zoom with Stacy and Mary and Amanda Graces of the world, right? Nathan French's of the world, um, as well as Doctor Artist coming on soon. Um, those type of resources. And then also about access to the searchy platform as well as praise and prayer and word and worship five uh, four days a week right so uh that is going to be cool all right hey with that i'm going to um go to um one of my words that i that i i just recorded recently so i'm just going to scroll down here this this whole first part of this journal talks about um my story Right, about exactly about what Nathan French says, get quiet. And I tell you what I do um, to make sure that I am prepared for that. Um, and this is just the three things I talk about, right? I do my memory verses, I do my prayer, and I also do my Bible study. And I get quiet with the Lord and then communicate with the Lord. And I talk about what I do there. And then I expect to hear, and I and, and he says, get your pen and paper ready, that is faith. I, I get my hands on the keyboard with my eyes closed. <laughs> and I write down what the Lord says, and you don't have to share this, right? Only, only if God leads you to do that. And so there's a, there's, there was a one here I heard um, yet, uh, yesterday, which was, oh no, this, is, this was this morning. Life to the full. There's another one I heard Sunday, which was we are going on full offense. I'm starting to name these now so people will be able to kind of get a, get a feel for this. There was one I heard Saturday that says, will you join me, right? And I think uh, I think that's a big big thing of what he's asking a lot of us to do um, you look back here on Friday there's no safer place than to be in my arms is that not true so I think you'll find these really encouraging and uh, another another uh, uh, way but the main reason I'm doing this is the same way what I talked to Nathan about today was why he wrote his books right he said about, about he, he said most people about are halfway through the book and they start realizing that they can do it themselves and start walking him. So if you haven't read, got, bought the book um, from Nathan French Ministries, there's a link in here in this, uh, This again, go to bless neighborhood.social right there in the middle, neighborhood.social, and uh, go to the blog of Rick's Alone Time with God, and then you will have a link to the, 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 to the, to the actual website of Nathan French and be able to buy all three of his books. I just used the first one. Uh, that's the first one that... It's been amazingly uh, effective for people to hear from God. So I'll just read the most recent one here. I don't think anybody's really seen this probably except for Charlotte, who's always on top of these. <laughs> okay, she hasn't even read this one yet. All right, so this will be new to almost everybody. Here we go. 
so basically, this was on Monday, January 29th. This was this morning at 10.50 a.m. And I did my what I said. I, I had prayed. I had done my memory verses. And I did my Bible study, right? And I was in the Bible heavily. And, and, uh, and I actually added two more memory verses. So this is kind of what I do on a daily basis. And it says, and I asked. I asked him some private things and had some discussions around some things that are going on with me, which is awesome. And that's a big privilege. That's where he gives you more specific directions for your path. You guys don't need to know what mine are directly, right? I do sometimes keep some of that in here. But, said, but I, then I asked, what would you like to share with me and your children today, Lord? Jesus died for your sins, not just to forgive your sins, but to allow you to live life and live it to the full. Remember, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. This, in the past, was primarily directed at individuals or the nation of Israel. However, in this time, he has prepared for centuries to take possession of the entire world and to take control of all of its inhabitants. I allowed him and his followers to think they were about to accomplish this. But instead, they have fallen into my trap. My hand has confused all their plans, and those very evil plans they had are instead awakening my church. These very plans have awakened many, and he had he had in his control, who are now aware that I do exist, and many have joined my body, the body of Christ, right? This also awakened and brought to submission many to me that have raised up a mighty remnant that is delivering vicious blows to the enemy's adjusted plans by using the power and authority that I have given them. The evil ones thought they had my church in such a slumber that it would never wake up. However, the enemy will never prevail over my body of Christ until I allow it. Now is not the time. Instead, it is time for a great awakening, revival and renaissance. Nothing will be the same after this entire cabal of evil falls. You will not recognize the before and after in this world. When people discuss the best is yet to come, that is an understatement of the stark difference. The new world order and plans of the enemy to invoke a one world government and currency before my appointed time has failed. As they continue to use the limited power they have left, it will only serve to expose them all the more. Every move they make will be confusing, confused by me, thralted by my angel armies, or rebuked by my remnant. The enemy has no chance. They can only delay their ultimate demise. However, my remnant can accelerate their demise. I got some typos in here I need to fix. <laughs> if you want to be part of accelerating the demise of my enemy, which are your enemies as well, then simply use your power and authority, my remnant. Continue to renew your mind, worship me, and come to me alone for instructions. Obey my instructions, declare and decree, and watch all your enemies be rebuked over and over again. Call them down and obey my commands. I give specific instructions to those who have submitted to me and put me first in their lives. The more of my remnant that obey my instructions and exercise their faith with courage and boldness, the faster this cabal of Satanists will fall. So be bold and courageous, my remnant. And those that are in my body who have not put me first and have not fully submitted, do so now. Don't you want specific instructions from me, the creator of the universe? 
If so, then make a decision now to reorganize your life around me. Renew your mind daily, worship me regularly, and come to me alone with a, that renewed mind. This is simple, but not easy for those who are being programmed to conform to the pattern of this world. Will you shake off this programming? Will you come close to me and prioritize alone time with me after renewing your mind? Will you join my remnant? If so, you will be able to do what Jesus promised. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world, and those who come to me will have peace and will give you life. Yes, I will give you life to the full. Mm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. All right, we're going to get in next to... Uh, into the Word of God, that and that is going to be that. Um, yeah, so that that's just where I was. So let me get to this next part, where I pulled up. I just pulled up a bunch of other stuff, so I'll just go to it. Oh yeah, I know I had it on a different tab. That's right, because <clears throat> when I go through Ephesians four, this is important teaching, guys, right here. This is the unity in the body of Christ. This talks about in Ephesians four and the new life, and it's all about your calling right so these two sections are all about your calling so what we'll probably do is we'll jump into praise and prayer after um and, and i'll do this in like four parts so this will be a little bit of a word and worship slash praise and prayer episode tonight and uh, because it's so important on ephesians 4 to to really understand this right so we're about ready to play some beautiful music um but i wanted to read the first part of the unity in the body of christ if there's one chapter that um kev kevin hagan um, in, in the believer's authority really focused on it was Ephesians 4, right? And, uh, and, and this is where, if you look at the Impactor for Christ equipping class that we teach here in this ministry, this is a big part of, of, uh, of it. It's like it's module three of understanding your, understanding your spiritual gifts and uh, eventually understand what your passions are in, in module four and your which brings you to your calling and every one of us have a calling if you've got the holy spirit and you you've given given your life to jesus christ he's your savior you have a calling and this in this chapter talks about it so it's really important to understand what is your calling you know what 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 is it and and i tell people don't overcomplicate this it's like look at your spiritual gifts and this is what the class will teach you you go through spiritual gift assessment right it's a very comprehensive one but you'll understand what your top ones are. And then really understand what you're passionate about. You kind of put those two things together and then you just listen to them every day and get instructions from them. It's not like you have to have, okay, here's my goal. And, uh, and you're striving in a five-year plan to get to that goal and you're not enjoying the process. No, he just lets you enjoy every single day as you stay in your calling every day. Stay in your calling is pretty easy. You just listen to the Lord about what it is, right? So uh, let's, let's dig into this first part of Ephesians 4 and unity in the body of Christ. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Is it pretty obvious that you've been called to something? With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit and bond of peace. I pray this all the time, the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There's one body and one Spirit just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. 
one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions, the earth? He who descended is the one who also ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of God, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Woo! So if you are walking in your calling, you're gonna be doing that. You're gonna be in a bond of peace and a spirit of unity with others in the body, and you're gonna be doing exactly what God wants you to. And we're gonna be talking about that, and that's gonna to lead to this, the new life which um, I'm going to read right now, and then we'll come back and we'll dig into this after the music. So, now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But it is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Whew, that is the new life, guys. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one of another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, do honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Biden could use that advice, huh? Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all the malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. That is Ephesians 4, one of the most powerful ch uh, chapters, I believe, when it comes to really understanding your life and walking in your calling, right? 
and uh, we're going to dig through that tonight in more detail as we celebrate um, this beautiful time. And uh, at 7.45 we're going to be honored to have Scott Bitcoin um, training us, so we'll make sure we finish uh, by that time. Um, so if you get on, get on backstage, um, come and worship with us, and then stay on um, for some beautiful training from Scott Bitcoin about an hour and a half from now. And with that hour and a half, we're going to start um, some some uh, word and worship. And uh, no, I'm sorry, it's, it's it's actually praise and prayer tonight. But um, I know um, the I'm going to do a little bit of word and worship because I want to get through Ephesians four. So one thing to know is that um, this is kind of a bold introduction to praise and prayer, but it's just trying to say, hey guys, if you really want to get close to God. Here's the four things you need to do, right? And it could be summarized as just come to him alone with a renewed mind, all right? That's kind of the summary. And uh, But these here's the four things if you really want to get close to God. Here's what the Lord's been telling me lately. Praise and prayer. It's you. God is speaking directly to you. He is going to flow through those who submit to him. Number one, you're going to renew your mind with the word of God every day. Number two, you're going to put some of it in your heart. You're going to memorize a few scriptures. Okay. Number three, you're going to worship him with that word. Right? That's why we do that four times a week on this show. And then the fourth thing is you're going to literally spend time with him alone. We want to literally see his power flow through us in this time. So if you're going to do that, you, you, you need to get close to him. That's why we worship Monday, Thursday on praise and prayer, and Friday and Sunday on word and worship. It's you. God is speaking directly to you. This is a big reason why we attach every beautiful video that uh, our videographer's done um, to not only the lyrics, but also scripture. Um, so when we worship Him, we can be grounded in the Word of God, right? In both word and worship and praise and prayer. We're kind of mixing the two tonight. You'll hear some praises, and we can pray for you later. So if you have a prayer request, make sure you get that in the chat. We're looking at the Rumble chat as well as backstage, okay? And uh, those of you who want to be equipped every Monday night, make sure you're backstage every night, Monday night, right? That's going to be our, our equipping night is going to be Monday nights. Uh, so put that on your calendar. Um, with that, we're going to start... Uh, we're just worshiping how great our God is, right? And so uh, we'll have Annette and Elizabeth read most of these if they'd like, or Charlotte too if they'd like. But uh, why don't you start out, Annette? Will you mind doing this? <laughs> Absolutely. I love to. How great is our God. There is none like you, oh Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Jeremiah 10.6 the beginning and the end. It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. Revelation 21, 6a. The lion and the lamb weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. Revelation 5, 5. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold the Lamb of God. John 1 36. 
name above all names. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every I'm sorry, I can't read the last part That's there. That's okay. Every name. Philippians 2.9. Thank you so much. Yes. That's awesome. All right. So we are going to start worshiping to this. This is, again, uh, a name above all names, the lion and the lamb, the beginning and the end. Wow. Uh, that is what the song really emphasizes. That's why it's a classic, I believe. How great is our God. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice Let all the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to and trembles at his voice, and trembles at his voice. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see how
And I got carried away, man. I'll be back there. I'll just enjoy that one. So Charlotte, do you mind doing this one? And then we'll have a Elizabeth. Sure. This is how I fight my battles. So my weapons are praise and thanksgiving. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah so that they were routed. They all helped to destroy one another. Second Chronicles 20, 21 through 23. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Second Kings 6, 16 through 17. There's a table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, Psalm 23, 5. It's your body and your blood you shed for me. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. This is my body, which is given for you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you, Luke 22, 19 through 20. Worship surrounded with me. Thanksgiving, you know, my weapons. 
never change the word except for one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. not be afraid for those who are with you us are more than those who are with them wow right out of uh, right out of Elisha opened up the eyes of his servant right <laughs> so you think you're surrounded by enemies but nothing compared to the Lord who knows the beginning from the ending right what a great place to rest and that's why we're going to dig into your calling here in Ephesians 4 a little bit more. So let's let's look at how about this relates to other scriptures. It's what I'd love to do. Therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of your calling. In a manner worthy of your calling, right? Colossians 1.10 says, So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. So as you renew your mind, you're increasing in the knowledge of God, right? And then you're listening to him and you start walking your calling. And what are you going to be doing? You're going to be walking in the manner worthy of the Lord. And it's going to be fully pleasing to him. And what's going to end up happening? You're going to bear fruit everywhere. All right. That's another another part where it talks about this is 1 Thessalonians 2.12 where it says, We exhort each other, each one of you and encourage you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God. 
who calls you into his kingdom and his glory. So he's called you. He's called you for a very specific reason, right? We look in verse two here, it talks about with all humility and gentleness. So when we're walking in our calling, he's gonna empower us sometime and it can really get to our pride. So uh, we gotta be careful, right? We need to make sure we're always walking with humbleness as well. You see Romans 8, 28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, right? So it's God through us, it's not us. We're submitting, that's, that's, that's a big part that we do, right? <laughs> when we do this. Another part of humility, uh, humility is talking about in Philippians 2, 3, where it says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Now that's a hard thing to do, right? To be that humble where you literally count others more significant than yourself. You can only do that through the Holy Spirit, right? Because our human nature does just the opposite. Right? And, then there's, and then he did, there's other scriptures that emphasizes too, Colossians 3.12. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Right? Just all kinds of fruits of the Spirit just oozing out of this scripture here. Uh, but you can see that word humility is in there again. And um, that humility comes with this meekness and this compassionate heart and kindness and patience. Um, that is what this is all about. So this humility and gentleness is really key um, as you start exercising in the power and authority is given you. Um, there, since you have certain spiritual gifts and you're gonna be very talented in those because of those gifts he's given you, right? So just make sure that comes with the humility and building up the rest of the church, right? Gentleness is also discussed in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Obviously, it's one of the fruits of the spirits. But the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those are the nine things that uh, I talk about all the time, right? And uh, gentleness is a real key part of this, even when you're sharing your testimony. Uh, but do this with gentleness it talks about right in 1 peter 3 15 so um, when we are when we are exercising our calling even if it's calling out to other uh, people for teaching the wrong doctrine for instance we we can do this in different ways right you can do it with gentleness as well you can restore people into it like matthew 18 18 talks about about how how we're the whole matthew 18 that whole chapter talks about uh, going to that person one-on-one -on -one as the first step versus potentially um, doing getting getting caught and maybe slander or maybe uh, um, gossip, right? So those are the things that we just want to be careful and use that gentleness, right? Uh, so with patience is another big part of this. So you can see it starts to really go through a lot of the fruits of the Spirit here. Um, other parts that talk about patience is Colossians 1.11. says, Be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. So you can have patience and actually have joy. <laughs> Some people don't equate that. They, they, they think it's opposite. No, you can have patience and joy at the same time. Right? Especially if you have the Holy Spirit with you. Bearing with one another in love. Again, this is uh, emphasized in other scriptures too. Colossians 3.13 says, Bearing one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so also, so you also must forgive. So bearing with one another means forgiving, right? That's, that's a hard thing to do when you've been hurt. 
Um, but it's really a key part of walking in your calling. Because uh, again, he's asking us to be in this bond of unity in the spirit of peace, right? Bond of peace in the spirit of unity. And that's impossible if we can't forgive each other, we can't bear with each other. So that's why he's starting, so how important this is. Eager to maintain the unity of spirit and a bond of peace. There it is, and in order to do that, it's, just, it's, it's vital, Colossians talks about it too. And above all, these put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So, you know, it talks about perfect love casts out fear, right? So we're not fearful anymore. Um, but also love is vital uh, for forgiveness. Right? We have to understand that God loves those people that hurt you. Right? And that's hard to, hard to do, uh, but it's, it's what this whole chapter is about, is getting your heart right before you start walking in your, your calling. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, and, uh, and again, this is a, a vital theological thing, but it's also something to understand that that's why you want to be in a bond of peace and spirit of unity. Because if, you're, if, you, if, if you are not walking in unity, you're not glorifying the one God that we all should be together on, right? Zechariah 14.9 in the Old Testament says, And the Lord will be king over all the earth. On that day, the Lord will be one and his name one, right? You see this all over Isaiah too. My, my favorite one is 43.10, probably where it talks about you, that, that he, you were a servant, that you, you will know and believe and understand that I am he. Beautiful scripture. And before me, no God was formed, nor will there be after me. There's now nobody like God. He's always existed, right? He was the eternal being. He's the first cause. Um, so that one God is important to be unified on, right? You'll see a little bit of this in 1 Corinthians 8, 7 in the New Testament. Yet for us, there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things and for whom we exist. And one Lord, Jesus Christ, whom through are all things and through whom we exist. One John, all of one John talks about this, right? All the way from, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and verse 14 saying, and the Word became flesh, clearly showing that this, this Holy Trinity is the true God. That's why I always talk about, make sure you have the right God and the right Jesus and the right gospel, right? Those three big rocks, I call it. And the right God is the Trinitarian God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost that's always existed. One God, three persons. Again, don't put him in a box. He is omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. If you can be everywhere at the same time, right, it, you can certainly be three in one, right? So this is a, a real key concept to understand that we have that one God and who it is. And it's also one faith, that one faith, right? We all have the same faith. If you have Jesus Christ as your savior, and the Holy Spirit in you, it's the same faith. Jude 3 talks about this. It says, Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. It's common salvation. Everyone's saved by the same Jesus. 100% Jesus and 0% you. All right, and there's one baptism. So all, all these different religions teach different ways or is, is, it, is it required for salvation? Is it not? Well, it's very clear that you're not saved by baptism, right? But it is, a, it is, a, it is clearly 
um, only one baptism. It doesn't matter. Um, I had one somebody on the show that was trying to argue that you should be baptized in the name of Jesus like they did in Acts and, and uh, you shouldn't ever baptize somebody by the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But that's what Jesus' red word saying <laughs> right there in Matthew 28 in the, in the Great Commission, right? So it's one baptism. It doesn't matter if somebody said by the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost or the name of Jesus, right? You, it was one baptism. And, and uh, there's so many, so many theological splits over this topic. This is clearly shown there's only one baptism. Just relax, okay? It's the Holy Spirit coming across you. You become a new creation, right? It's a condition of your heart and you're truly bringing Jesus in your heart and uh, wanting the public to know that, right? In a public um, admission is what baptism is all about. That's where he's looking for. He's looking for looking at your heart. He's not looking about the specific way it's done. Um, in Galatians 3, 27, 28, it says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There's only one Christ, remember? There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male or female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you've been baptized, um, and really had it had Jesus in your heart. Now I do argue against infant baptism before you've even accepted Jesus, right? That's kind of a silly concept. And I would recommend getting baptized because it's commandment after you've been, after you've accepted him, right? Um, but again, it's one baptism. It's those, uh, uh, and it's a, again, it's a way to divide, that, that Satan's used to d divide us as far as he can. Um, one God and the Father. And the Father of all, right? You see that in 1 Corinthians 12. It says, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all in everyone. So that's what's cool about this. We have this one God that's omniscient, omnipotent, everywhere at the same time. And he loves each of his children, and he's going to give us specific variety of, of activities in our life. That's why we need to be close to him, so we can listen and obey, right? But it's one God. It's the same God that's talking to Annette or Charlotte or Elizabeth. It's not a different God. It's the same exact God giving different instructions for each of us based upon our passion, based upon our gifts of the Spirit that he's given us, based on our calling. Remember, don't over compliment your calling. It's basically listening to God and doing what he says. But it's going to be based on, most likely, the gifts of the spirit that you have. So take a spiritual gift assessment. You can do that as part of our Impactor for Truth course in the equipping section on the website. Um, and then understanding what your passions are. Really understanding, again, he loves to give gifts. So maybe you're not real strong in one of the gifts. Well, pray for it. He's a good God. Again, you have to submit his clay too and understand that he might want you to use it in a different way. But you could ask him. He, he, does, he, he's, he's, he uh, loves to give gifts. He talks about um, one God, one Father who is over all, through all, and in all. Ugh, wow. In Romans 9.5 talks about this. To them belong the patriarchs. And from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ who is God over all, 
blessed forever. Amen. Yes, this is the this is the God. He's over everything. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. This is that grace. So no matter who you are, he's given you spiritual gifts. Matthew 25, 15 says, To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. And he went away. All right, that's the parable that Jesus taught about. Again, I want to make sure that I have my red letters turned on because I think that's Jesus talking there. Yeah, that is. Um, to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, and to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Right? So we all are going to have gifts and talents. And uh, we don't have to be jealous of other people's talents because we're going to be working together with them anyway. And we get the fruits of all that. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So what, what's, what, what's your spiritual gifts and your calling all about? It's about building up the, the body. It's about the common good, right? And again, there's different types of gifts. The course will teach you this, right? Whether whether it's motivational gifts and these manifestation gifts, which a lot of people focus on because that's the ones that you can see. It's manifested, right? And, and uh, But there's also these church gifts or ministry gifts that are like the five-fold ministry you'll hear a lot about. So understanding what your gifts are in all these areas Right, whether it's the ministry gifts or the manifestation gifts or these motivational gifts, the three M's I call them. And um, you can learn all about that in the Impactor for Truth course, module three and four. I think you really enjoy walking in your calling as you understand it better. Again, again, don't overcomplicate it. <laughs> and it says, uh, therefore it says, I wanna, I wanna uh, according to the measure of Christ's gift. I want to talk about that, the measure. But that's, that's uh, Romans 12, 3, it talks a little bit about that. It says, for the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to. We talked about this earlier, right? But think with sober judgment. And this is a kind of a parallel scripture to the other one. Each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So it talked about this a lot when, you, when some people think that, you know, Saturday should be um, the Sabbath and everybody else is wrong. That's fine. But the people that have the stronger faith actually know that every day is important. And I'll be walking with God every single day, right? And, uh, and but, but don't let the other person stumble. Same with, uh, I don't want to eat this type of food because, and if you really think that's important to you, then that's fine. But if you really have stronger faith, <laughs> you know that food doesn't make you um, unclean. Right, that's clearly what the New Testament is talking about. So everybody has a measure of faith. Don't judge people because they want to worship on Saturday or Sunday or another day. Don't judge people because they want to have a strict diet and they feel like it gives them closer to God. That's fine. Right? Sometimes that's very admirable, especially when it comes to fasting, which is hard for many people to do. Right? That's, uh, let's let those people get closer to God based on what they really believe without... without uh, going through that too much. All right, that's probably all I'm gonna go through tonight because I wanna get to some praise. We'll dig into the, the rest of this later as we go forward. Um, but the very powerful, powerful chapter, as you can see, is so Thursday night when I do my next teaching, we'll dig into the rest of chapter four and really uh, understand what our calling's about. But let's get into some more beautiful, beautiful music video. Again, attaching scripture to it. Uh, if Elizabeth is available, she can read this one. This is a, this is at the cross. Good morning, good day, everybody, beautiful people. It's going to be hot here, 105. So I'll Ooh. send some sun. 
<laughs> At the cross, I surrender my life, where your love ran red and my sin washed white. I owe all to you, Jesus, oh, we do. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, Ephesians 1, 7. A place where mercy reigns, never dies, streams of grace flow deep and wide, all the love I've ever found. Wow, I want to dwell there. Yeah. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4.16, and he sure is there when you need him. Where sin and shame are powerless, where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness. He disarmed the rulers and authorities, disarmed and defeat authorities, and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Colossians 2.15 Man, beautiful deep worship song. And shame's powerless at this place. Mercy reigns and never dies. Where? At the cross. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace flow deep and
peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's why we don't have to be anxious about anything. This next song is all about the heart of worship. I'll do this one. It says, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it. That's the lyric in the song, and we attach it to a couple of scriptures, Mark 8, 34. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. In John 4, 23, which says, worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Second lyric in the song talks about, you search much deeper. You're looking into my heart and how things appear. 1 Samuel 12, 24 in the Old Testament talks about this too, and same with 1 Kings. It says, only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Let the heart therefore be wholly true to the Lord our God. Third, uh, just turn on some of the, uh, trying to get all of our people worshiping here, you go. The third verse is, Kingless, King of endless worth, how much you deserve, all I have is yours. The Lord reigns forever, your God, for all generations in Psalm 146.10. And he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and also for the sins of the whole world. 1 John 2.2. 2. He's the King of endless worth. That's all we have is his. He searches deep within. This is the heart of worship. When the music fades, all is stripped away, and I simply come. Longing just to bring something that's a word that will bless your heart. song in itself is not what you have required you search much deeper within through the way things appear you're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. King of endless world, no one could express how much you deserve.
We're going to get into some praise reports now. Um, those of you who missed uh, the show, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Gus's surprise. Anybody else would like to share? Would love to hear that. Type in your uh, praise report. I can put it on the screen here. Uh, it looks like Jeremiah has one, so before I do mine, I'll, I'll look in there. Um, I think Loli has something here as well. I guess that's on Backstage too. That's cool. All right, I love it when we get some more backstage people joining. That's awesome. Thank you, Loli, for being here. Um, this is Jeremiah's uh, praise report. Praise the Lord for wa- waking up his remnant so we can help usher his kingdom here on earth as in heaven and watch it all unfold before our very eyes. What a blessing. Isn't that not true? That is a blessing. 
All right, so here's uh, Lowly saying, Hi everyone, I'm blessed to be here. As they say, better late than never. Although I was listening on my phone at school while I was working there on tomorrow's lesson. All right, thank you, Lily, for for doing that. Um, what is this? This is uh, Linda saying, praise report. We have 35 Fahrenheit. Tempest to 35. I read take that or minus one, minus seven, any day. All right. <laughs> um, and that thing I was typing. Um, sorry. Um, they announced over the phone and the rail that we have a boiler here in this Illinois and my husband got God gave my husband finances to buy some water we got some jugs of water uh-huh good That's good that the guy prizes the water all right all right so um, and then we also have something I think uh, Charlotte has up here praise God a word my nephew shared with some that came to pass. It was a wonderful word. Woo! We might want to have to hear about that in more detail. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he had to call me to tell me because a guy that my sister worked for, he 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 does uh, music for parties and stuff. So anyway, this mutual friend of his had a son who was in prison in a Middle Eastern country. And he was being accused of spying. So my nephew gave a word that he would be released from prison, that the government would save him, and he would be home for Christmas. Woo. And that happened. And this was, so, so the friend who was telling Chuck what happened said, you need to take glory for this. You need to take, and he said, no, he said, to God be all the glory, because mm. I had no way of knowing that, <laughs> you know? So I said, praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thanks for sharing. That is awesome. That is awesome. And some, also some prayer requests coming in. We'll get to all those here in a bit after we get through some praise reports. So if you have a praise report, let us know. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that Ashen Walls here in a bit. So hold on. We'll have these prayer warriors lift that up. Um, I just want to, uh, those of you who, who followed this show at all know how high regard I hold Nathan French because um, that's the book, he, he wrote a book, um, really was his walk with hearing from God more directly and he called it, uh, it's not meant to be a secret, God wants to speak to you, right? That's his, one of his three books out. He's got a fourth one coming out, um, but um, that is a tran life transforming book for me, and so I have my whole story documented on the blog of Rick's um, Alone Time with God blog. Uh, but so Gus calls me, and we've been—I've been asking to get him, and I know Mary Crowley may have had Nathan's number, and so uh, what Gus didn't tell me is that the gathering with Timothy Dixon and Amanda that he was at—he um, got Nathan's number. And he didn't tell me about it until he called me up and he goes, you still want Nathan on your show? And I said, yeah, I just talked to Mary on Sunday about getting his number and, and uh, she was gonna introduce me and, and all of a sudden Nathan starts talking to me on the phone. <laughs> so Gus had a three-way go and Gus had never done the three-way, initiated a three-way call. So uh, Nathan had to tell him how to do it. But uh, so I had a 45 minute conversation with one of my heroes of the faith. Uh, he was on Elijah stream when I first, um, and I first learned about him when I got his book and then was reading that and was halfway through it on the way to Israel, you know the story. 
and I heard from uh, the, him that first time in uh, Tel Aviv. And uh, ever since then, pretty much every day or six days a week or so, I'm hearing from the Lord. And uh, it's been an amazing ride. And so that's been all documented on the, the neighborhood, neighborhood.social. Then you go to the blog section, you'll see Rick's Alone Time with God blog, and you can see the story. See a link to Nathan's French book and his ministry, as well as be able to uh, see the words that I'm, I'm, uh, that God wants me to share. Right? I don't share everything, because some of them are specific instructions to me. Um, but when it's not too private, I'll even share those. And then um, uh, what, the reason I mention that is that uh, man, it's is it's, it's that Nathan French is going to be coming on the show, and not only that, he's going to be part of our series of hearing from God where we're gonna bring in all these great prophets we've had on the show and, and on Monday nights, after we get through this inner healing and deliverance. By the way, Scott Bitkin himself, man who's uh, give, done the, in healing and deliverance on massive numbers of people, like 14,000 people. Uh, with success, you, you obviously with, with using Jesus in the approach they use, or Jesus heals, and then um, also in Jesus' name, eliminating the spirits around those wounds. Um, he's going to be doing Q&A tonight, so make sure you're on Backstage, get, get your Backstage Pass. You can go grab one in a couple minutes, just go to blessedteach.com, go to Backstage, and you can be on the Zoom with Scott Bitcoin tonight. And then you can be on with Nathan French and Julie Green and Amanda Grace and Stacy Whited and other Mary Crowley and all of us that will be um, giving you our perspective in a, like a 45-minute session every Monday night in uh, mid to late February and March. Right, so don't miss that. Make sure you get your backstage pass so you'll be ready to be equipped by these awesome men and women of God. Okay, I think you'll 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 love that. So there's Jeremiah saying, "Hallelujah, <laughs> I love Nathan." And I tell you what, so do I. So uh, on Rumble, um, Paul is giving the link to the blog. You'll see that. Um, Jeremiah is saying, "Great praise report, Rick. Praise the Lord. That's fun." Yeah, so Linda said to have a boiling alert. So you got jugs of water, you're ready to go. Yeah, so uh, it's 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 been a fantastic, fantastic uh, week for me and day for me to actually get to Nathan French and to just know that not only is he gonna come on the show, not only got to talk to him for 45 minutes and ask him a bunch of questions that I wanted to ask, um, uh, but I also got to, uh, he's coming on the show here in. Uh, few weeks and then he's also going to be part of the training and equipping on Monday night so don't miss that make sure you get your backstage pass though again just go to blessedteach.com hit the backstage tab sign up boom you're ready and you'll get uh, email of what events are going on and you will be able to just click a link and boom you're in zoom right in backstage with us all okay you don't have to have your camera on would love to have you have your camera on if you want to come and praise and worship with us but uh, that is that is pretty cool um, so I guess he was on Manny Johnson's show. I did not see that, but I know on the gathering, Manny Johnson was there, and Gus got to see um, people falling out of the spirit with Manny, as well as Jeff. Jeff was like shaking when he was uh, and sweating when he was ministering, and the Holy Spirit was just coming around him. He went, he came to the house they were, the Airbnb or whatever, and so Gus got to really spend some significant time with uh, with Nathan Nathan French during that time period. What a cool privilege to be um, basically Chris's bodyguard, right? And be able to, Gus gets to be with Amanda and all these awesome people on a regular basis, even 
not just the Reawaken Tour, but the Gathering and all these other places. I think uh, you go to the events calendar on Amanda Ark of Grace, you'll, you'll see she's, tra she's still traveling and going out to the masses. That's part of the fruits of seeing somebody that's actually doesn't like to fly and you know it's not easy to fly with Christmas brain damage but to actually actually um, sacrifice to go love the people so uh, so Loon, Charlotte saying he showed clips with Amanda Chris and Julie so that must have been clips from the gathering I would guess that he was talking about and Elizabeth saying he is so filled with the joy of the Lord Nathan shines for Jesus yeah um, I agree with that wow and that it's an amazing story if you really understand how many of the pastors around him got mad because everybody started coming to his tent because <laughs> they were experiencing the real power of the Lord and healings and and uh, the, the the spirit was on fire and people stopped going to church and coming there. That's <laughs> right. It's like, uh, but that just shows you the difference between a sleeping church and those that are really being used by the Lord, right? And so I'm not sure what that B and B is. They were in, they were in there. B&B hanging out um, yeah so drunk in the spirit is what uh, is what we're seeing a lot of now um, it looks like we got some more prayer requests I think that is oh speaking of Chris I guess there's a prayer request for Chris we'll get to that here shortly too so remember that we'll get to Alex uh, oh wow Alex Stone I just saw Alex did I miss that I don't know how I missed that there it is. So Alex has a has a praise request. Alex has a great show as well um, to millennials primarily, but it's awesome for everybody, really. But uh, I think I think Alex is in his tw I think you're 20 years old. I think I just know how old you are, Alex. But uh, it's awesome to have these younger men in God. He's on fire. One of my basketball teammates came to Christ last week. So that is a huge, huge. Uh, uh, you know, praise report. That's why we do this. We do praise reports on Mondays and Thursdays. So we bring your good news to us. It's, it's awesome. So we'll get to this prayer request, but I guess Chris had some very major dental surgery today. Today, So we'll be praying for Chris here in the prayer portion right after a couple more songs. Um, yeah, I like Nathan. He's so funny. I've watched him on Timothy Dixon. The tent Nathan has is laughing. There's a lot of, yeah, so that tent is like, Filled with the Holy Spirit, that is for sure. Um, oh, Aaron B&B. &B. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that B&B &B was. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> that's where the clips came from. Um, Praise the Lord, Alex, says Jeremiah. We're so happy for you. Alex Stone, uh, awesome man of God. So follow, I think, the, uh, he, uh, the search Alex Stone. He's got a cool name. I was trying to remember, Alex, what your name of your broadcast is, too. Let people know that, too. Um, Pretty cool stuff. All right, so let's get back to a few songs. Unless there's somebody else, I was looking for somebody's hands raised. Nope, not right now. Anybody backstage, raise your hand. We can do some praise reports as well, but we'll get to the prayer request too. So get your prayer request in. We'd love to have more prayer requests, especially on Rumble. Let us know um, what we need to pray for. We've got all kinds of prayer warriors backstage right now. They'd love to lift you up. And I think we just went through the heart of worship, right? So I don't think we've done our God yet. So let's do that one next. Whose turn is it to read? Um, I think it is Annette. Do you mind doing this one? Hmm. Absolutely, I will. 
Our God is greater, is stronger, is higher than any other. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Psalm 135.5 God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Psalm 139.4-5 MSG If our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? Romans 8.31b Why do you turn to wine? Open the eyes of the blind. Even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. John 10.38 There is no one like you, none like you. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any words like yours. Psalm 86.8 Great song. He's stronger. He's greater. He's our God.
is for us. What can stand against? God is higher than anything and anyone else, shining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Charlotte, if you can do this one, this is Revelation song. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing, Revelation 5.12. Sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. The four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb and they sang a new song, Revelation 5.8-10. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold and you shall put the mercy seat on the top of the ark. There I will meet with you, Exodus 25, 17 through 22. But when Christ appeared as a high priest, he entered once for all into the holy places by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption, Hebrews 9, 11 through 12, who was and is and is to come. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty, Revelation 1 through 8. Beautiful. Thank you. Worthy's Lamb. Sing the Revelation song. Mercy. 
lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. seat of pure gold and you shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark there I'll meet you but when Christ appeared as a high priest he entered once and for all into the holy places by means of his own blood thus securing an eternal redemption worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing mm. that was a revelation song and our God We'll get to a couple more songs here shortly. Got lots of worshipers backstage. It's awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here. Being bold enough to turn on your camera and just not be ashamed of the gospel. Ashamed of worshiping with me. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to get in some prayer requests. We've got a couple I know at least. So make sure you type in the rumble or the backstage any prayer requests you have. Uh, backstagers could also just unmute. but. We have, um, the first one I'm going to do is, is Ashton Walls, I think it is. There's an E in there, so I'm not sure if that's an A-S-T-O-N-E. Let me find that so I can actually put it up on the screen. There it is. Oh, that's Alex Stone. Uh, uh, that, that was a big celebration that we had there, right? I see it on Rumble, but I'm having a hard time finding it here. So it's, we have a lot of backstagers talking. <laughs> Must be back here quite a ways. Is it after Alex? That was right before Alex. There you go. I see it. Here we go. So I'm going to put this up here. And uh, then we'll see if... Uh, why don't we start with Charlotte being the prayer warrior to start out. Actually a prayer. Please pray for my grandpa. He is sick right now and not doing well. My dad just went to Arizona to be with them for the next month. Please pray for complete healing. 
So we pray for Alex. Oh, this is Alex Stone again. I didn't realize that. His grandpa. His grandpa. His grandpa. All right. Father God, we just lift up Alex's grandpa to you, and I'm sure you know him well. Hallelujah. Father God, I just lift him up to you, and I ask for grace and mercy to fall on him. Father, you said in your word that it's always your will to heal because with Jesus' stripe, it was already done. He purchased total redemption for all of us. So we ask that you would send your word and touch his grandpa and let him take note of the time when you did it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Beautiful. All right, and we had a backstage prayer request as well. Uh, Chris, so this is Chris for uh, so so I'm just looking through here. Let's see uh, I, I, I don't know uh, Linda are you asking to pray for him go ahead <laughs> This is speaking for Chris. He may, had some very major dental surgery today. Amanda asked for prayer for him on her show earlier Go ahead uh, Linda If I just say I can I pray for Chris I type the same thing for him. Um, help him out on where um, he, the dental area that Amanda was talking about. What he had done today, I pray. By Jesus Christ, he is healed. Saying, you get your hands off Chris right now in the name of Jesus Christ. He's God's child. Get your hands off him now. Lord, I pray that you get Chris through this. And, Nice and smooth way. I command is right now in Jesus' name. And also, Father, please, I ask for, um, protect the, all the people that are in a convoy to start today. Protect them, keep them safe. Or where you want them, where state they're going to. I command is right now in Jesus' mighty name. Safety trials for all the drivers on this convoy. Truckers, bicycles, cars, financials for them. Or they need it. Help, help them out. I came in this right now in Jesus' mighty name. Praise. Amen. 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 I love it. Linda's a true prayer intercessor. That's great to remember the convoy that's going on. It's like three, four different routes, I think, all going south or east or west from different states going into different areas. Beautiful. We have another prayer request. Jeremiah is asking to uh, pray for the Trump administration and our waterways as per Tim and Dutch sheets. Watch the water, that talked about, right? Uh, so praying for the Trump administration and our waterways as per uh, Tim and Dutch sheets. Uh, would you mind doing that, Elizabeth? Now these are US things, but what the heck, we have an Australian and a Sweden person praying for him. <laughs> yeah, well, what, what affects you guys will affect us too. So yeah, <laughs> be happy to pray. Oh Lord, Father God, Lord, you are on our side. God is with all now, and I particularly pray for Trump, Dutch Sheets, and Tim Sheets, and all the mighty prophets that are walking forth and being courageous, spreading your word, spreading your news, Father God, that we could just unite together as one to come together and protect America, protect all the nations of the world, particularly strengthen Trump, Father God, and even Tucker. Father God, I just pray for all the administration, for the evil to be leaked out, for the evil to be exposed. And we bind that evil. We bind it in the mighty name of Jesus. And we set loose the Holy Spirit 
over all the Trump administration, Father God, over his family, over all people who are for him. Because, Father, I believe in all my heart you are for him and not against him. So how can he fail, Father God? I ask that you just give him more courage, more strength. He is an absolute amazing, courageous person. And I know you've put that in him. So we give you praise and glory. For you have given all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Therefore, he is partakers of your divine nature, Father God. We just praise you and we just thank you, Father God, that he is a partaker of your divine nature. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Um, I was going to have Shuri, if you don't mind picking this one up uh, on Rumble, Toby 2. So I just found out my husband's sister has been diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. Please pray for her. So it's Toby 2's husband's sister, <coughs> stage four lung cancer. Please pray for her. She is so scared. Father God, we lift up Toby to your mighty name, Lord Father God. Father, we ask you, you promised, you said it many, many years, billion years in Isaiah time, with your stripe, they, we all heal. We pray for Toby and we ask you for sister-in-law to be healed in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bring that number four, we bring it to number zero in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Father God. Everything is possible for, with you, Lord Father. So right now, we all praying. We, lay, we raise our hand towards to Toby, Sister, Father God, for you, Holy Spirit, distance means nothing. You can heal right now, Lord Father God. Give till He can give us the praise report, and we will be rejoice for that. You said I'm gonna do something to you till you be a testimony for me. So give us that opportunity till we can testify about you you are the miracle father in the name of yeshua we ask and we say amen to that amen amen thank you sherry wow what, what powerful prayer words we have here uh, i was gonna give annette this one uh, jeremiah is asking for the texas border situation I think you know what's going on there, um, where, where Texas is trying, they're, they're trying to, Biden's trying to cut down the razor wire and big, huge fiasco, they're trying to create a civil war, so. Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, Father God, here we go again. But we have the power through Jesus Christ, and we thank you, Father God, that you have given us that power and authority in Jesus' mighty name, the Jesus' name that is above all other names, the blood that he shed at the cross, it's all for us, Father God, that you have given us. And we praise you and thank you that you are on the throne, Jesus. You are our mighty King. And we just ask you now, Jesus, that you will uh, make this situation into a blessing father god we don't know how but you will uh, make all these evil plans be cut down what they are trying to do and then we now take power and authority against the enemy's 
all their plans, all their plans. We just take that power and authority in Jesus' mighty name. And we bind, bind, bind all their plans. And we just uh, send them back to hell where they belong. And then what we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And then we release, Father God, your warring angels of all rankings to stop all what is going on. Just stop it, Father God. We, we ask you to release your warring angels to stop this. It will not become a civil war. It will not, Father God, become a civil war because you will send your angels to stop their evil plans to stop uh, whatever they are trying to do. Thank you, dear, dear Heavenly Father, that you will take care of this situation and that there will be calmness and no war between them, no civil war, no people hurt, nothing of that, Father God, because you will stop their plans. We release your plan and will and way, Father God, in this situation you, in jesus mighty name we praise you amen 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 so i know we only have a few minutes before we start with the scott bitkin training um so i was going to ask uh, i know that we have two more prayer words we haven't heard from yet jeremiah and pam so would you guys just lift up maybe um here's toby basically saying thank you so much for praying for my sister-in-law i agree with you and declare and decree that god's will be done in her life in jesus mighty name thank you so much thank you toby um what i'd like to do is just have a um uh, maybe we only have like three minutes left but uh, about a minute and a half prayer each <laughs> so uh pam would you go first and then jeremiah just pray whatever you'd like to pray about maybe for the, the everybody listen to the broadcast Thank you, Jesus. I've, I've discovered a man named uh, Troy Brewer, and he uh, reported that he's physically been boots on the ground and, and was involved in over 50 rescues of children just in the past week. And I praise God for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I pray that his work continue. In that way, in Jesus' name, all glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Troy, and all that you've done for the kingdom. Amen. We got Pam drunk in the spirit of it. Uh, amen. Amen. Yes, dear Heavenly Father, I just uh, thank you for us uh, being able to fellowship together, dear Heavenly Father, and you. I just decree, dear Heavenly Father, that the praises and the prayers and the worshiping that comes out of this uh gathering tonight dear heavenly father you use them like in uh second chronicles 2020 where there was a a battle of worship and warfare dear heavenly father you put the uh, the worshipers and, and the and the praise uh warriors up front and it helped confuse the enemy dear heavenly father so let our praises and our prayers and our worship confuse the enemy we do decree that right now dear heavenly father we thank you for again for giving us unity being here tonight dear heavenly father we love you, we honor you, and we praise you, and we worship you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, with that, uh, we, we uh, are going into every, 745 every Monday, our equipping class, right? And tonight we're going to be talking about inner healing and deliverance with uh, Scott Bitkin. 
and so it's a pleasure to have him. So if you uh, keep, remember, just go to blessedteach.com, go to the backstage tab, and you could be on the Zoom call with us in minutes, right? So uh, come on, join us every Monday night, especially tonight when we get uh, a Q&A from one of the top experts of all. It's done over 14,000 inner healing and deliverance sessions, as well as trained over 80,000 uh, people how to actually do self inner healing and deliverance, which is a beautiful thing. And I see everybody saying, uh, yes, Father, amen, amen. Thank you guys so much for um, just being active on the, the chat. Makes a lot of fun and interactive. With that, the backstagers wouldn't mind uh, saying goodbye to the Rumble people and everybody else on the, on, uh, that's listened to the, to the, the recording. And we'll see you backstage for training. Yeah, good night. Yeah, good night. Bye. 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 The soon to be nation of Texas. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. God is good. He's awesome. He's awesome. We are family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Do we, do we stay here or do we click a different uh, tab? We stay. <laughs> hey. Stay here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah staying is easier, I guess, to me. Yeah, Scott's already on. Hi, Scott.